It's time to support your favorite MLB superstars and let your voice be heard with the 2024 MLB All-Star Ballot presented by BuildSubmarines.com. Oh, what a shot. That's right. You get to help choose the starting lineups for the Midsummer Classic and decide who represents your team at the MLB All-Star Game presented by MasterCard this summer in Arlington. He makes the play. So make your picks today at MLB.com slash vote. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A man not scared of sco- you know, cold weather and cold weather games and everything attached to it. Albert Breer joining us here on 92 Through the Fan. What's up, Albert? How you doing today? Hey, what's up, guys? Can we start with this, Albert? I mean, I, I need I need you to, to, to help help uh, uh, solve the problem. Here. So I, I'm going to the Bills game on Sunday. Uh, it's going to be in the teens, taking the kids. You're going to be there? Yeah, I'm going. Are you going? Oh, nice. I'm going to be there, too. Oh, so uh, are you allowed to tailgate or you got you to be like I under- am not allowed. I, I, I cannot. Well... I can show up and tailgate. Right, hey, hey, hey! You can jump off onto the table. Hey, wait. If you're, if you're using if you're using tailgate as a verb, no, I, I can't tailgate. Like all right, so that. so wink, wink. I'll call you later, okay? Yeah. All right. Um, uh, well, so yeah, you, I, I, I uh, we'll we'll arrange something. We'll, we'll definitely. Are you going Saturday, by the way? I'm gonna be. I'm driving from Lake Placid. I'm at a hockey tournament right now. And okay. Yeah, Saturday morning. I'm driving. All right, we'll connect. From, uh, we'll connect. But help right. me, help help solve this argument for us. So uh, I, I don't really go outdoors a lot. I don't have like a lot of like warm weather gear. I, don't, I mean, like I, I I've skied before. I don't have like a ton of like good ski gear or whatever. And so my buddy's got one of them Canadian goose coats that are like twelve hundred dollars. He's like he's like bro, I never wear. It. You can borrow it. I'm like sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna borrow it. And JP, yep. my partner's filling in for Nick today, thinks that's weird. No, I don't think that's weird. Although I don't know if I trust you with the twelve hundred dollar coat. Why that's not? Another part of that equation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if something I, happens to, it, I'll replace it. None's, but what's going to happen to it? It's a, it's a I mean, winter coat. I mean, no, I, I think I don't think it's weird. I don't think like I mean, it's not like like lending somebody boxers or anything like that. You know <laughs> no. what I mean? <laughs> Do you know how many things we shared in a locker room growing up? Things oh, that we know, things yeah. that shouldn't be shared. Yeah, yeah. So I. I don't think it's weird. I mean, you tell me you share boxes. Like, I guess I, I guess I guess maybe what makes it weird for people is that it is such a fancy coat. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe that's what what, what people would find was weird. Like if it was just like a Carhartt jacket or something like that, people probably wouldn't have a problem with it. But because it's a because it's a Canada Goose jacket, people do have a problem with it because it's, it's a little fancier, you know? Yeah, but also mm-hmm. like I I really am interested in getting one of these. My my nieces and nephews who you met at, at Uncle Tim's. They all yeah. have them. They brave about them, and I'm like, to me, this is like kind of like a test drive. You know what? You have to report back to me on that too, because I have I actually just lost a Patagonia, which I really liked. It was like one yeah. of those black puppy ones. Yeah. And now I'm trying to decide whether or not I want just a normal Patagonia, or if I need to upgrade to a Canada Goose. So I'm gonna need a full report from you on that. I will provide that for you. We are so bougie on this show, by the way. Yeah, yeah. This is a very high end show. This is a high end segment too. <laughs> it's a high end segment. Every every yeah. every Thursday, JP, do you want to start some football talk? Yeah, what do you know about the Alex Van Pelt firing? Give it, give us the juice. Yeah, so um, you know, I think this is sort of, I would call it maybe an organizational decision to make some changes on the coaching staff. And you know, the perception I've got is I think there are people up above that want to get, they want to see more out of Deshaun Watson, they want to get more out of Deshaun Watson. How do you get more out of Deshaun Watson? Well. You know, I think one way to do it is to try to continue to tailor the offense to Watson. And so, you know, they tried to do that more this year. We've talked about that a lot over the last year. 
so do you take the next step and hire somebody that he's worked with, right? Like, so do you hire a Bill O'Brien or a Tim Kelly or someone who was there when you had Deshaun Watson at the height of his powers in Houston, you know? So I think that's sort of the idea. Um, I do, like, believe that it's very specific to the quarterback, specific to their investment in the quarterback, and specific to people in that organization wanting wanting to get more out of the quarterback. That's the way I view the move, and that's the way I think – I think that's the, 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 the reasoning that goes into it, which, you know, I don't think is real fair to Alex Van Pelt because, I mean, he was able to put together a pretty competent offense this year, you know, and with their fourth and fifth tackles and with the fourth quarterback and without Nick Chubb, um, you know, but, you know, this I don't think this is about that. I think this is about Deshaun Watson specifically. Well, you mentioned like a Bill, about Bill O'Brien, a, a Tim Kelly, something like that. Those type of guys, I feel like they'd want to call the plays. Do you feel like Stefanski will give up the play calling in order to get the better OC? Or will it be yeah, they- that? That part of it's really interesting. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I do know, like, you know, in a lot of ways, like Alex was Kevin's right-hand man on a lot of things. And I think he really trusted Alex. And so that's going to be part of it too, you know, is finding a guy that he can really trust and that he can kind of delegate to. And um, look, like I, I think that part of it, giving up play calling is an interesting factor. Cause again, you know, it's another one of those things. It's not like the offense is terrible this year. I mean, given the circumstances, I think they did really, really well. There aren't very many teams that could win in those circumstances. Again, with their fourth and fifth tackle, without their best player, Nick Chubb, without their quarterback and all the way down to a fourth quarterback, um, you know, I don't think Kevin Stefanski did a bad job calling plays, but if this is specific to Deshaun Watson, well, then we're having a different argument over who should be handling the play calling. You do make it seem like it came from up above, not Stefanski, this decision, though. I, <laughs> I think Stefanski was involved, but I, I don't know that he – I don't know that this was him alone. You know, I, th- I think that there's just – there are a lot of moving parts with this one. Do you know anything about Andy Dickerson, the uh, guy they interviewed today yeah. for the OC job? What, what do you know about him? Well, so he's, like, fantastic as an offensive line coach and was basically put together the run game in, um, in, in Seattle um, for, for, uh, for Shane Waldron. And he came from Los Angeles. Now, he worked under Jeff Fisher there, too, but really came up under Big, Big Bay. And so I do think, like, you know, I, I think Andy's a, a, a fantastic coach and would do a really good job. He's out looking for a job now. So I, I sort of wonder if sometimes this happens, like where you bring in a guy for an offensive coordinator interview and then maybe somebody else gets a job, but you can slot them in in an important role below. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if, if, if this one was maybe a little bit more along those lines. Albert Breer joining us here on the hotline. North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodger Ram hotline. Uh, do you know who has the power to make the final call here? Most times it's the coach that calls – uh, the shots and who's on their coaching staff, but it, it's a yeah. weird situation here, as you know, Albert. I don't know contractually. Like, I do think Kevin does have – I think Kevin would have, like, you know, final say on who's on his staff. And um, So he'd have to he'd have to be on board with whatever they do. But, you know, there are also, I think, big-picture conversations between people in the organization on these sorts of things. And especially when it involves a quarterback you've had so much invested in. And so, you know – does that involve Jimmy Haslam? Does that involve uh, Paul D. Podesta? Does that involve Andrew Barry? I mean, I'm sure they all had, you know, their say and, 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 and put in their two cents on where this is going. 
Albert, a lot of talk has been made about Joe Flacco here and, and where he goes. Does he does he go somewhere else? Can he get a starting gig? Or does he come back here with an opportunity to be yep. the backup and a, and a chance to, you know, hey, listen, Deshaun's not the, the healthiest guy in the world. We know that. Um, he's going to have some options. He wants to play. We know that. He's yep. loved Cleveland the short period of time that he's been here. Is, does it make sense for him to come back and, and, and sign like a decent backup deal and, and, and be here in Cleveland next year? It depends on what his options are, Dustin. Like, I, I think, like, if you're him and you look at, say, like, uh, you know, a, a, a Chicago or a Washington or a New England that's sitting there at the top of the draft and can tell you, like, hey, look, like, you know, we're probably drafting one. Um, we want insurance. If you're not drafting one, we want insurance that, like, you know, that there's a, that, you know, in case there's not a guy there we like, that we have a starter. And if we do draft one, then we'd like you to be the bridge. Um, you could argue that that creates a better opportunity for Joe than just staying in Cleveland as Sean's backup and, you know, then waiting to see whether or not he can stay healthy. So I would think Joe's going to prioritize a chance to play. Um, I know, you know, for a fact, it's his, his intention to play two more years. And I would think because of, um, you know, because he's got that intention to play a couple more years, I, you know, I I know it was a priority for him to to find a place he could actually play this year, and he did. Um, you know, I think that that would be the priority when he's looking at different opportunities after this year. He's made a lot of money, and he's taken care of his money. You know, so I do think that you know making ex, make, making some more money is a factor, of course, like it would be in any one of these cases. But I I also think uh, being in a place where there's actually a path to to getting on the field and staying on the field for at least a little bit. Um, would be his priority. Albert, we had news out of Pittsburgh today. Mike Tomlin's going externally for the OC job there. Let me ask you, what do you think is more of an appealing job? The Browns job where you don't necessarily know if you get to call the plays because we just don't know that answer, or the Steelers job where you got Kenny Pickett, but you do get to call. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Other plays. I mean, I think the Browns job is just because, like, you have, like, proof of concept there, um, and you have really good players, you know, and assuming Amari Cooper's back and, um, you know, and, and extended, and, like, you have, you know, Nick Chubb coming back off the injury. We'll see where, you know, where he is. he's at from a health perspective when we get to the fall. Um, you know, I, the, 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 the tackle's coming back, the quarterback coming back. I just – I think the upside in Cleveland is that you can compete to to be a Super Bowl team next year if Deshaun Watson gets back on track. And if you have that on your resume, that you're the guy who turned things around for Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, well, there's going to be interest in other places too. I just – I look at Pittsburgh and I just think they have a little ways to go, you know, just as far as building the roster up. I also think, like, if you look at some of the systemic issues there, like Cleveland doesn't have these problems where – like you have George Pickens and Deontay Johnson just flat out quitting on plays. Mm-hmm. Like that's something you've got to manage too. And it's something I would take into account, you know, like I think if you came into the Browns offensive huddle, you would not have that problem. 
You know, like like you you, you just not that they're the most talented offense in the league, but I think you've got pretty good guys there and pretty good pros in there. And so I would say Cleveland over Pittsburgh as it stands right now, even without the guarantee that you'd be the play caller. Albert, uh, Belichick now has interviewed twice with Atlanta. Why? Yep. I mean, this is another one of those. Like, I, I would love to know exactly how that interview goes. Cause I would think he's interviewing them more than they're interviewing him. You know, um, I mean, his resume is his resume. You know what he is. Um, you have an idea who he's going to bring with him. You know what you're signing up for. Um, and I think, you know, this is sort of like Jim Harbaugh, you know, with the Chargers, where I think a lot of it comes down to just how it's structured around him, you know, and what they're able to like, give him and put around him. And, you know, can he can he can he bring all the coaches he wants? Is the front office set up the way he wants? Is the business versus football um, dynamic? Is that like the way he wants it? Um, you know, he's worked in a building that's done it a very specific way that's been sort of built around his way of doing it for a quarter century. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of weight in like what that looks like for him and whether or not like in a new place, they can generate that for him. And so I think that that's what the interviews are about or, you know, kind of what this would look like if they did decide to partner up and, um, and, and how Arthur Blank's operation would sort of absorb, 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 um, what Bill Belichick's, you know, built over the last quarter century. And again, like the roster there is pretty good guys, you know, mm-hmm. like they've got a lot of good players. Yes. They need a quarterback and no, it's not easy to find one, but I mean, you look up and down at what they've got and it does not look like they're very far away. And they almost made the playoffs this year again with, you know, a pretty bad quarterback situation. Yeah, Albert, it makes sense to me. It, like, it's odd because I don't think we'd associate Belichick with the Falcons, but it makes yeah. sense if you break down the skill position players, the division that he's in. Uh, I, it, it, I, I just they got to get a quarterback. I don't know, maybe Justin Fields to Atlanta, and then all of a sudden we're talking about yeah. Belichick at the top again. Yeah, or Russell Wilson, or I mean Joe Flacco. I don't know. I mean, mm. you could throw multiple darts at it. You know what I mean? Like Kirk Cousins. Um, there are some options out there. I mean, you're not going to snap your fingers and make Tom Brady appear. But there are some options out there that I, I think, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, like if we say sign Kirk Cousins and draft J.J. McCarthy, is that, like based on where they're picking, um, is that good enough? You know, maybe it is. What's the best job out there? Is it the Chargers job? Is it Philly? It, it, obviously, there's the Philly one isn't open yet, but if we're playing with yeah. uh, uh, the knowledge that we can assume uh, their Chargers I, job, Philly job, Washington with the space I they think, have. Yeah, I think that the Chargers job is – Really, really intriguing because of the quarterback and because you can win right now. Um, you know, and I, I think the other part of it, too, is just the the climate there. I think you're going to get some time. You know what I mean? Like where you're not guaranteed that in a place like Philly or even Washington. Um, you know, so I do think like with the Chargers. Now, if it's Jim Harbaugh, like obviously the urgency is ramped up to win right now. No question about it. You know, but I think, you know, for a younger coach, we saw them. They gave Brandon Staley time. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I do think that there's like a patient ownership group there. Um, are there some family dynamics you have to work through there? Absolutely. You know, um, you know, one of one of um, Dean Spanos's sons is like a top the football um, operation. So, like, you know, how does that work? That's you know obviously a question. But from a talent standpoint, I mean, you know, look, like, you know, Joey Bosa and Derwin James and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and all these guys aren't that young anymore. Uh, but they're still really good players that you can win with now. 
Albert, great insight. Enjoy what I think is one of the best weekends in sports every single year. Thank you, yeah. Albert. Uh, awesome. Thanks, guys. See you, Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, man. Oh, you too. Albert Breer right there. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.